You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. Hi, I'm Jessie Cave. I'm an actress and illustrator, and I'm going to be solving five working mother dilemmas. I'm actually backstage at the Soho Theatre right now, where I've just done my show Sunrise. I didn't stop working throughout my pregnancy and straight away after my first son was born. Um, mainly because I'm a desperate freelancer and I didn't get maternity leave. So I've, I've been juggling for four years now and it's really hard because you never get a break and you feel like you constantly have to prove yourself. But I do feel quite lucky that I've got the best of both worlds. I can, I can work really hard but I can also choose if I don't want to do a job, I don't have to do a job. I can, I can pick and choose really, which is nice. But no, that's actually not nice because I don't get to pick and choose. I don't. I take whatever I can get. But um, I'm lucky to be out of work sometimes, <laughs> quite a lot of the time, which means I can spend more time with them. It depends how sick they are. So when it's bad, obviously everything goes out the window and you focus on the child. But I have been in the situation a few times where my kid has been sick and I needed to go to a, an audition or a meeting or do something important and I have to do it and I cannot take him with me. So I've had to just pretend he's fine, pretend I didn't notice that he's got a slight temperature. He might have a little bit of conjunctivitis um, <laughs> and drop him in and just hope that I don't get a call within the next hour because if it's within the next hour, I can come back. But if it's over an hour, then my mom has to pick him up. Um, so I have lied a few times because I had to and you've got no other option. Obviously, if they are really sick, I would never do that. I'm not a bad person, but sometimes, you know, they're not that sick and you can get away with it. I have also lied a few times in the past where I've had to be in a meeting early and they think 9am is a late meeting or 10am is a late meeting. But for me, I've been up since six with two children maybe they've been sick in the night, maybe I haven't slept at all. So I have had to decide when I get to the meeting whether I'm honest and I say, okay, so I've already had half a day, really. I haven't been asleep. I might not be on top of it. Or I lie and I just pretend, oh, this is nice, this is a nice breakfast meeting. Oh, how lovely, how relaxed. So I'm just starting to encounter the kind of dilemma where you need other parents to help you but that means you're going to have to kind of be nice to them and be friends with them in order to get your kids looked after by them. Um, I have kept myself to myself at the nursery that I take my son to and now my daughter's just started like a couple of days a week um, because I, I, was, I was working I just didn't have I, I just I got in and I got out but now that I'm starting to realize that there's a community that I'm not really involved in because I haven't been that present, I have missed out. And so I don't have any mother friends. I have one, I have one mother friend. Um, so I'm now trying to make friends with mothers that I don't know. And I, I'm scared of making friends anyway. I don't have many friends anyway. So now to have to go and just like, have the confidence to go up to these mothers and, and and actually start like a chat. I don't know how to do that. Idle chat is something I've never been good at. Just not good at just casual conversation. I always go straight in for the 
So how sad are you today? I've <laughs> never ever been good with it. So that doesn't work at primary school. So I, I did it the other day for the first time and I needed someone to babysit. I had no other help. I couldn't find anyone that could babysit. And so I had to use a mother and she was, she ended up being amazing and she, she like cleaned, mothers like she cleaned my flat on top of babies, it was amazing. Anyway, um, it, so I realized, okay, this isn't just her doing this, this nice thing for me. I have to return the favor. So I, I, and I said to her, look, anytime you want me to look after your kids, I will, I promise. I, anyway. And then she took me up on it, which I didn't expect her to do quite so quickly. Um, and, and I ended up looking at her, and her kids, and it was the nicest thing. And I just realized, oh, this is bargaining. We're working together. This is like, I'll do something for you and you do something for me. And so I actually, it could work out, but um, I need to try and branch out with other parents and see, see what they can offer me. <laughs> so my day job is my doodles, which I sell and I do them all hand drawn. So they're very, they're very like precious. If, if, a, if a sticky finger gets on one, like a chocolate paw print gets on one, I'm ruined. So when I am doing the pencil, I allow Margot to sit on my lap, but when I'm doing the pen and I can't be rubbed out, <laughs> I l do not let her anywhere near me. But that means I usually get, I, I mean, I usually have a good hit rate. I can do about five an hour. But when she's sitting on my lap, that's one. So I lose a lot of time. I, I, I do find that what's, what it means is that I work in the evenings. And so it means I get them to bed and I'm absolutely exhausted already from juggling kind of admin and other work things in the day alongside being a mum and then they go to bed and then I have to sit at my desk until midnight and draw. Um, so I am quite exhausted but I've, I'm, I'm enjoying that exhaustion at the moment because I know it's not forever. I know that they soon will understand that I've got to work whilst they're in the flat too um, and I want to spend more time with them so that means I've got to work in the evenings. So at the moment I am I'm at my brink, but I know it's not forever because that's the thing about children, like they, they, they go through so many different phases, they develop all the time. When you are a working mother and you work from home, TV becomes vital. And I think that any mother who's like, oh, my child doesn't watch TV, they're lying. They are lying and I don't like them. <laughs> no, I haven't had any DIY things I've had to do suddenly. But I'm lucky because my son, who's four, is obsessed with costumes anyway. So he has a gecko costume from PJ Masks and a Captain America costume, even though he doesn't know what Captain America is. He just saw a boy on the tube and was like, I want that costume. And he wears it all day, every day, either the gecko or the American, uh, Captain America. And even a mask, which covers his whole face. He can't really breathe in it, but he likes wearing it all the time. And so I just play it safe by every day he wears that into nursery. So if it's a costume day, he's in it already. It's fine. <laughs> it takes me about three hours to leave the house. <laughs> I'm late for everything. Um, I, I just have to leave so much spare time. So I know it takes three hours to get out of the house. So I just factor that into my day. But um, in terms of apologizing, People do understand. If you say, sorry, I've got two kids, like I had to get them dressed and fed and get here. 
people, if they're, they're not very nice, they're not going to be okay with it. But um, when it's for really important things and I just get like five different, I just, I have a backup of a backup of a backup plan to make sure I'm there. But it involves a lot of organisation and help. At the moment, I think when they have to go to school, that's going to be really difficult because I see the mothers always 20 minutes late and they have to sign in because their kid's late. And I was like, I'm going to be one of you. I'm going to be one of you. Um, but at the moment, I'm allowed to go in like two hours late to nursery and be like, oh, hey, <laughs> sorry. Um, but we moved, I moved nurseries to when we moved briefly and he went to a different nursery and at that nursery you weren't allowed to be late if you were even two minutes late you had to, it was embarrassing for the child <laughs> so you felt like so guilty because he would then have to go in on his own and you weren't allowed to accompany him in and he had to put his own coat on his peg which obviously he doesn't know how to do he's three he doesn't know how to put a coat on a peg um and i would feel i felt so guilty about making him feel awkward because it was my fault that he was late that it really made me be a bit more on it with being on time but then I I couldn't last that nursery so I went back to the nursery where you can be like five hours late and it's fine. <laughs> I think something I've learned recently is that when you're on a deadline or you have a, a, a something really big coming up in your job or it feels like it's the most important thing but then the best thing about children is that they don't see things like you do and they make you look at them doing a like an awful pirouette and time seems to stop and suddenly you're just like oh it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter this job or it doesn't matter this thing in my career it's not going to change this is important what I'm looking at there and um, I'm trying to like appreciate that where I want to get in my career it might take a little bit longer because I'm spending time looking at the pirouettes, but I got to look at them. And so I'm, I'm learning, to, I'm trying to be more patient with my goals. And um, so I'm trying to just be a bit kinder to myself and be a bit more, a, a bit more, have a bit more faith that what I want to accomplish will still get accomplished. Um, thank you for hearing me talk about tips they're not tips they weren't tips but these motherhood dilemmas and I just kind of want to say that if if you think you're not doing great at what you're doing you probably are doing better than you think and it's we're all if you're just we're all doing our best and that's okay Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, we'd love you to rate, review and subscribe.